And sometimes you might wonder if you look around the church and you don't see a lot of young people, then let's pray that God will bring them. Now, and when you pray for young people, uh, if you look in your bulletin, you'll see that uh, you can pray for some of them by name. If you look inside on the yellow sheet, please do so right now. There is a list of a lot of young people at the bottom. And uh, especially I want you to pray for the one named Hannah. She's getting married in like three weeks. And she's got mom and dad that have never had a daughter that have gotten married. So it's pray for all of us when this, but all of these are worthy of our prayers, of our intercession. And I would like for our church family to know the kids in our church, because when God blesses us with some new kids in the church, and I pray that he brings us a slew of new kids, that you will have a heart to love them, to care for them to join with us and in instructing them to be supplemental parents, to come alongside so that they can be equipped to do what needs to be done. Uh, as I said in the bulletin, we do the Shema, which is, which is the command that God gave to the disciples, or not the disciples, but to the people of God, the covenant community. The Shema comes from Deuteronomy chapter 6. In Deuteronomy chapter 6, uh, there are some words that are printed uh, that God gave to Moses. Now, I'm going to be reading through some of these. The projector is not working. Wow. Uh, can you open your Bibles? Please bring lights up in the sanctuary. Yeah, please bring the lights up in the sanctuary. I want you to turn to Deuteronomy chapter 6. Deuteronomy chapter 6. There's pew Bibles there. Uh, for those of you that are a little uncomfortable handling the word, Today is a good exercise. We try to teach the kids the books of the Bible. In fact, you'll hear some of them today. Why don't you find it? Deuteronomy is a book of Moses. It's the fifth book. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Those of you that want to use a smartphone, you're welcome to it. But it's really neat to be able to have a Bible. If you open up to Deuteronomy 6, I'm going to be reading the first three verses. And then I'm going to ask you to join me in verse 4. And we'll read a few more after that. Now, this is the commandment, the statutes and the rules that the Lord your God commanded me to teach you that you may do them in the land to which you are going over to possess it. That's verse one. That you may fear the Lord your God, you and your son and your son's son. Now, if I could help to explain that, that what is Moses is telling the, the people that as you cross into the new promised land, as you're going to be living there, he says, I want you and your children and your grandchildren to keep these statutes, to be able to follow the commands that I've already given. He says, all the days of your life, that your days may be long. In verse 3, he then begins to clarify, hear therefore, O Israel. Okay, Israel is the name of the whole group of the covenant community. He says, hear, O Israel, and be careful to do them, that it may go well with you, and that you may multiply greatly as the Lord, the God of your fathers, has promised you, and a land flowing with milk and honey. Do you see how God is entering into this relationship? And it's not just with you, but it's with your extended family. It's to the next generations. So in verse 4, if you would join with me, Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4. See, I want to grab one of the Bibles, too. I can do it from up here. 
I can model it for you if you join with me, because this is called the Shema. This is to be memorized by all the little Jewish kids growing up, all those who were brought up in a Hebrew family. Uh, they were familiar with the Shema, and I pray that it will be familiar to, with you as well. So if we're looking at Deuteronomy chapter 6, and I'll join you in verse 4, uh, here it is. So this is God's word that he gave to the next generation. Chapter 6, beginning in verse 4, because he's just given the Ten Commandments in chapter 5. Okay, together. Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to the children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. And when the Lord your God brings you into the land that he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, to Jacob, to give you with great and good cities that you did not build and houses full of good things that you did not fill and cisterns that you did not dig and vineyards and olive trees that you did not plant. And when you eat and are full, then take care lest you forget the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. One more verse. It is the Lord your God you shall fear. Him you shall serve, and by his name you shall swear. This is God's word. This is the Shema, the Shema. And as you heard it, did you hear the generational words? It is for you, and it is for those you have influence over. You are supposed to make sure you teach them diligently. And one of the things you find in there is that you should have the word of God visible in your house. It should be something that you are, are seeing regularly. I think my, my sister uh, used to put Bible verses on the dashboard of her car. You know, she used to put them on, on the mirrors in the bathroom. And uh, I know for me, I always picked up and said, I want you to have a Bible verse, a treasured verse somewhere that when you enter into your house, you are reminded that God is our God. This is the Ten Commandments that I want to encourage you. Uh, if you look now if you, on, in the bulletin list, you're going to see that since this is Celebrate Sunday and we've been celebrating the young people, this is an opportunity for all of you to stand and meet somebody you don't know. Or if you can't find somebody you don't know, give somebody else a hug. God bless you. Let's greet each other in the name of the Lord.
Okay. You're welcome to join us as we begin singing. The love of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, they much find gold. Oh, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. These are from Psalm 19, if you want to look at the verses. Of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. More to be desired are they than gold, much fun gold. Sweeter also than honey and, and the honeycomb. The Lord is clean. Enduring forever, the judgments of the Lord are true and righteous all together. More to be desired are they than gold, much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and, and the honeycomb. strength and my redeemer more to be desired are they than gold yea than much fine gold sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb more to be desired are they than gold much fine Uh, please be seated. This is an opportunity on Youth Emphasis Sunday to give the youth an opportunity to participate and to actually teach a little bit. Uh, Michelle, uh, we, had, we had a list of a lot of the names of the people that have been so helpful with children's ministry. Um, if you look inside that yellow sheet, you'll see a lot of those names. Uh, if you've helped with children's ministry, please stand. Yes. Okay. Uh, Marina and Leanne and Shirley. Amy Go should be standing. Amy should uh, be Tracy standing. Tracy Decker. Uh, Tracy's working with some kids. Yeah, and today Rashen is back there with children. Um, uh, <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> 
Sorry, Jerry. Okay, you guys can be seated. Uh, part of the reason for doing this is those of you that are not standing, that weren't standing, we want to encourage you to help. Okay, part of the reason for our Youth Emphasis Sunday is we do believe that the scripture tells us that the next generation is not just dismissed. It's not just forgotten. If you remember the Shema, it is something that God tells us to do diligently. Let's reach and teach them. So uh, we're going to be recruiting and asking for more participation. I think Michelle is, is kind of the key person for Bible school this year. Uh, and you said we need a few more helpers or do we need a lot more? How would you say it? Um, well, I've had many people already sign up to help and I'm very grateful for that. Um, I'm looking at many of you sitting here. I've already signed up. Thank you. And uh, we will be calling on you to attend a few meetings between now and Vacation Bible School. Uh, the next group that I want to get together are my craft people. So people who are willing to help with crafts, uh, we will be, be the next meeting. I will let you know because of Jesse's surgery, I'm not 100% sure, but I'd like to do it next Sunday, but we'll see. I've got to look at the calendar. Uh, we're also trying to quarantine a little bit before his surgery so that he's not ill when his surgery date comes. So it's a possibility we'll have to put that off till June, but I'm hoping to do one meeting with craft people in May. So, so right now we've got something to show from the kids. Take it away. All right. So the kids have been learning a lot and, uh, in the worship hour. And one of the things that they've learned is that there are two ways to know God. I'm wondering if somebody from this group could tell me, what is one way that we can know God? How do we get to know who he is? Who is God? Bible. The Bible. We can know who God is because we have the Bible. There is one other way we can know God. Does anybody remember what the other way is? Look around your surroundings. Beautiful. Excellent. God's creation. So we can know who he is and we can know something about him. As a matter of fact, the children are all holding up uh, signs that have an attribute of God. So girls and boys, if you'll show your, these are some of the things that they've learned that God is, characteristics or attributes of God. Gemma, God is immutable. What does that mean? We'll never change. Awesome. Bowie, God is also omniscient. What does that mean? Knows everything past, present, future. Yes, very good. And Violet, what does infinite mean? Beyond all that we can Beyond all that we can imagine cannot be measured. Very good, very good. God is, um, this is also important to another lesson that we learned about how do we know that God was there to create the world? And it's because he is eternal, always was and always will be. Always was and always will be. Very good. There's a reason why we know that we, if we are in Christ, we can go and spend eternity with God. Um, but we also know that some will not go to spend eternity with God for this reason. God is Cannot sin and hates all sin. He cannot sin and he hates all sin. So if we want to hold on to our sin, 
All right, and God is also sovereign. And what does that mean? In complete control of everything. Very good, complete control of everything. Awesome, awesome. Um, so they've been learning about the attributes. They've um, been also memorizing uh, some things for you. They've been memorizing a Bible verse for the last several weeks. And the Bible verse that they've been memorizing is Psalm 119, 89, and 90. And I'd like for all of us to say it together. Are you ready? Psalm 119, 89, and 90. Forever, O Lord, your word is firmly fixed in the heavens. Your faithfulness endures to all generations. You have established the earth. Okay, they really have memorized this. We do have a cheat sheet for them just because of nerves up here on stage. <laughs> but they have memorized that verse. They know it very well. Another thing that they've been memorizing in order to help them get through the Bible is the books of the Bible in order so that if our projector were to go out someday and pastor had to say, pull out your Bibles, they would know that they need to go to the front of the Bible or the middle of the Bible or the end of the Bible. Okay, so we've worked on this in varying ages and, and stages. So we're going to repeat ourselves a couple of times. But Gemma and Bowie have memorized the first five books of the Bible. Can you please say the first five books? Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Very good. All right, Phoenix and Violet are a little bit older, and they've been working on this a little bit longer, so they know a little bit more than the, the two younger ones. They're going to begin again with Genesis for you and go as far as they can go. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, First and Second Samuel, First and Second Kings, First and Second Chronicles, Ezra, Nehemiah. Esther, Joe, Psalms. That's good. Okay, very good, very good. And these two guys on the end, they have been extremely enthusiastic about learning in this class, and they've made me very happy and proud, and I know they've made their mama very proud. They're going to tell you, they're going to start at Genesis as well and go as far as they can go. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, 1st and 2nd Samuel, 1st and 2nd Kings, 1st and 2nd Chronicles, Ezra, Nehemiah, Esther, Job, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Song of Solomon, um, Isaiah, Jeremiah, um, Lamentations, Ezekiel, Daniel. Very good, very good, awesome. And last but not least, Pastor is going to lead us with the Lord's Prayer. No, you don't get to show Say up today. Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Jonah, Micah, <laughs> Nahum, Habakkuk, Zephaniah, Haggai, Zechariah, Malachi. I finished it up for you guys. Way to go. I'm so thrilled that you're learning the books of the Bible. And I want you to be able to know what's in each of those books before long. That's a lot of books. Right now we have an opportunity. I'd like you to join with us. We're going to do the Lord's Prayer together. When Jesus taught people how to pray, he didn't just tell them to wing it. He actually did teach them 
uh, how to pray and to address God, not simply as Elohim, but as Abba, as our Father. So the kids, young people, would you join me? And let's have all the kids of God, so that since there's no grandkids, uh, all of us are children of God, let's pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Thank you, young people, so much. It's exciting to be able to see that when, when Bible school comes and we have 50 kids here, uh, maybe 60 kids, uh, it'll be exciting. In fact, this year we're even possibility of having some missionary opportunity from maybe upwards to 10 to 15 ch uh, children coming from China. So uh, I hope that you will be excited and pray for us and participate where you can. Uh, right now, it is my privilege if the music people would come into play. Uh, we are going to have the opportunity to call all of God's children to come into God's presence. What worship is, is a meeting with God. And I really want you to come and to worship the Lord. If you will, please stand to your feet and let us worship the Lord in song and hymn and spiritual songs. If you all get hung up and don't know the words, you can turn around and see it behind you. These are the days of Elijah
Come let's worship our King Come let's bow at His feet He's has been great